Welcome back to the Pursuit of Property podcast today. We've got Stratton Brown back on here with us to talk about business tools. Stratton, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. How about you? We're doing well. Cade? Doing good, man. Stratton, thanks for coming back on. I know we had you on uh, during the first season. Scott and I are super pumped to have you back and uh, you know, talk to everybody about some important business tools that you use in your business to get to where you've been at. So thanks for coming back on. Of course. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. So last time you were on the podcast, we talked about who you are, what you do. You're a wholesaler, an investor. You're here in the Fresno area. You run a meetup. You've got a couple other businesses going. Can you kind of tell us what you're doing now? What What's up with Stratton? Um, so we have our call center. What else? We're buying rentals. We are going to Indiana with you guys. We just started marketing out there. We broke into Indianapolis wholesale-wise. Um, our call center, our Amazon, that's a lot more passive. Rentals. That's about all. Okay. So you're wholesaling, working with a call center, you're investing out of state now, and you're doing some work with Amazon as well? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And how long have you been looking at the call center? I know we, you had brought it up right when we had you on. Um, when was that? Like March? Like we started it in March and then it really took off. Like we were decently sized now. We have like close to 50 employees. Okay. Dang. And where are those where are those fifty employees situated? Philippines, Egypt, and South America. So all of them are abroad. Yeah, all, all of our employees are abroad. Wow. Okay. How have you managed to be able to do that? Hiring on a great team, bro. I'd I'd say that has been like if we talk about tools, it has been hiring and firing so many people and dealing with bullshit, seeing what personalities work together. Because like I, I we have one main person named Glenna who handles most of our QA, and then she's the COO or whatever of our company. Okay. And it was a godsend that we found her and then she manages everything. All I ever do in my call center is daily huddles for like 15 minutes and she handles all of our day-to-day, handles our sales coaches mm-hmm. and everything else. And how'd you guys find her and where'd you find her? Onlinejobs.ph. <laughs> no way. <laughs> there it is. We found her on onlinejobs.ph and we were just like, yeah, man, we need a quality person because we were making our sales coaches listen to all the phone calls and sales coach people and like we're like you know you're working 12 hours today like we need these calls listened to yeah and then our sales people got su- our sales coaches got super bogged down so like, okay we need a quality person we ended up hire on hiring her on and then she had a lot of other skills that we knew we could utilize and she's been in leadership roles and so eventually we've just sort of pushed her into being the face and the front of our company like i, I don't i don't even know who we're hiring on today like we have someone who hires fires everything Mm -hmm. quality assurance and she manages all that okay that's been really good and what tools are you using for that call center um call tools is the system we mainly operate off of we do some accounts on zen call Mm -hmm. and then hubstaff another and hubstaff is what we use to track our vas right so let's say if this is the screen and i'm doing something i can see with screenshots what they're doing Mm -hmm. and i can see how active they are really so we have a certain amount of screen activity we want for anybody who's working with us just so we know they're not bullshitting. Right. Gotcha. See that they're actively. And then that's attention. how we track their hours on top of call tools and everything else. Because in order to track the hours dialed in call tools is really complex. It is. Like it's bizarre, right? Like it's stupid. It's not, it's not intuitive at all. At all. And we're beta testing 2.0 and they actually have that in it now. But then that's been an issue. And so we use Hubstaff for that. So with 2.0, we may not even use it because we can do a lot more of that and that'll drop our overhead. And then another th- uh, another two, th- 
uh, softwares you could use to track your VAs if they're like texting, calling, leads management. Um, admin work is WorkPulse. WorkPulse is a little bit more on the industrial side, like bigger companies. And then Time Doctor. They do the same, but WorkPulse has more like an open backend. So like you can integrate anything. So like we can integrate our Podio, we can integrate our Stripe. We can, really? We can integrate everything. So like it, we click a button. Okay, it says this person worked this many hours. We click a button and it builds our client automatically. We don't have to worry about anything. And it's just kind of streamlined instead of having like some person who handles our payroll and invoicing. Okay, sweet. And let's back up a little bit to um, call tools. So um, that that's a dialer, right? And and for those of us in real estate, whether it be investing uh, or on the agent side or any sort of that, we know that hand dialing can be a big pain in the butt. Um, and so call tools is what we would call an auto dialer, right? So can you kind of break down call tools a little bit more for us and what it does, why it's important, how it helps you guys and why aren't you guys just hand dialing compared to using call tools? Um, so we don't hand dial because it would take forever. And once you get, as an investor, right, you always want to target your niche list. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we can go pull the courthouse. I can call the courthouse in a day, legitimately, with just like the way auto dialers are. We could call that same person twice in the same day and then still be like, okay, well, we're going to call this person for the next 12 months, two times a day till they pick up the phone. And right. then when they say no, we're going to still call them again. Right. And so a lot of this goes to equity lists or stuff that's not as niche to where you have to go through a lot more data to get something that's worth your time. Okay. And so that's why like auto dialers and call tools, call tools can call up to about 10 people at a time. And I would say we keep ours on a predictive setting to where it can go up to 10. And this is a little bit more complex. It goes up to 10. Like let's say if um, we're waiting for a while, it'll increase the line count until we get someone on the phone that'll drop again. And it just fluctuates like that. Gotcha. But it can call up to 10 people as compared to Mojo. It only calls three people at a time. But I know people doing six figures a month calling with Mojo. Mm -hmm. Like with their own internal call center team. So what exactly is an auto dialer? For somebody who... And if you wouldn't mind explaining in a way for somebody who's brand new to the business. So an auto dialer is just a software that's on your computer or on your phone. Mojo does have an auto dialer that I think right. is awesome if you're just getting started out. That will call up more than one person at a time for you and it's so you don't have to hand dial it every time mm -hmm. and it'll just consistently call them and then you can select okay well you can put in your notes they didn't answer they answered they said call me back in three months and then in mojo or in call tools you can just set up a certain callback time and it'll automatically call that person at that time hmm. and so that's what's really nice about the auto dialers did okay. i elaborate no, no, enough that's perfect yeah okay and so then when you're using it you you're using this for your call your call center and then you originally were using this when you were just starting as a wholesaler you know how are you implementing this tool um specifically to make more money more than just calling you know multiple people at once how many people were you able to call a day compared to hand dialing and things like that oh uh, we do a, i think on average you're at about a thousand dials a day a thousand and with finger dialing do you have a ballpark on about how much a person could call in the same amount of time finger dialing for, I don't know. I've never done it. From what I've been told, when people get like a hundred hand dials a day in, they they felt accomplished. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I mean that's a lot. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Hang up, and, and then you still have to write down your notes. I just like it so it's all in one place. I can be on my laptop. Okay, they said this, this, and this. Dispo it. Yeah. Onto the next, and you just click a button, and it starts calling someone else. 
it's just efficient is yeah. what I like. So, okay. the, so the big question is too, how much is something like a call tools or a mojo per month? Is it, is it a one-time fee? Do you guys pay monthly for it or what? I think does mojo have a startup fee? No, so it does not. At least when I got it, it did not. So mojo doesn't have a startup fee. And I think mojo is like 175 per month per month. And that is, um, get the 175 and get the recorded voice, uh, the recorded calls. It is 100% worth it. Like some people try and go cheap and don't do it, but I can't tell you how many times I would have much rather just had the call recording and gone through and sifted it than calling someone back to get some bullshit question answered. Really? Where it was like, well, professionally mm-hmm. to where it looked bad on me. Oh, no, so you use it as a way of like storing that information. So that after you've hung up or later down the line, you can go back and go, Oh, this is what he had said. Yeah. Like we have, we oh. use it for that and we have our entire, um, podio and wholesale investing side all our calls are recorded with smartphone and everything all the calls are made through our computers and everything records we have apps on our phone but that's how all that works but mm-hmm. i and then you want to be able to like sales coach yourself right as you're going along mm-hmm. my friend greg he would make sales calls listen to all of his sales calls and then critique them so we could get better every time like when you're getting started out in this i'm more times than not your friends don't want to do this with you it's just you it's you on a mission and so if you can listen to him, like, oh, right here, I could have said this, this, and this. Like, mm-hmm. if, at least to be your own coach or if you find a mentor who can help you out and like, hey, Strat, we listen to these calls or blah, 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 it'll be a lot better. And even like making sure you're on the script and you aren't bearing from it too much when you're starting out. I think gotcha. it is, you need to have a call recorder. Is this something that you'd say somebody should get right when they get started or at what point in their business should they get a, a call tools or a mojo cells or a batch? Um, you know, auto dialer. I mean, when you can afford it, but I'd do it a lot sooner than later. Okay. And, and if you're like, I can't afford it, I'd tell you to go into your garage and sell some shit and get an auto dialer. Yeah. So start right to start getting auto dialer. The, your biggest cost, if you're going to be like using an auto dialer, though, is going to be your data, right? Like you're just going to be plowing through so much data. You have to get to a point to where I have some people tell me like, well, I have 500 leads. I go, okay, well, yeah, let's, keep dialing them by hand because it's not going to make sense with an auto dialer. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you will tear through that in a day. You'll tear through yeah. it in a day and then you just call them again and then call them again and then call them again and call them again. You exhaust the list mm-hmm. and your number gets marked to spam or whatnot. And that gets frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a good segue too. Cause I mean, you mentioned data, having enough data to be able to even call what tools do you guys primarily use to find your data, to find, the information for the people you would need to call in the first place. What are kind of the big tools that you guys use in order to pull those people's information? I forget. We have a skip tracing company. That's the, that's the other one. <laughs> you didn't mention it. So I thought, oh, maybe he's not in it. <laughs> um, we use rocket skip tracing to skip trace everything. And what is skip tracing for people so who don't know? What does it mean to skip trace somebody? So, and this isn't like, oh yeah, we're deep state private investigators. <laughs> like we, we can go find someone's address and their last known address and their last phone numbers that anyone knows that they used. And we use those to get a hold of those people, whether it's texting, calling, or direct mail. You don't have to go do that when you pay for batch or, or rocket skip trace, right? Like, I don't have to go and look for it. I just give you guys the name or the address, and then you yeah. guys do it? Yeah, well, you can do a single skip, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll just shoot it back to you. Or you can do a bulk skip, and it'll send it back in a CSV file. Okay. Gotcha. So if I'm driving around and I see, oh, shoot, this rundown house is one two three four main street i can go to you guys 
hey, one, two, three, four, Main Street, and then you guys spit out first name, last name, phone number. Okay. Yeah, he's going on the website, like, okay. Like, I was driving past one on Shepard, like a $500,000 house that's, like, all torn down. I was like, oh, yeah. And just plug it into my phone. And pull that info. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, There's other tools like PropStream and uh, PropRadar, Property Radar. Don't use Property Radar's phone numbers. How come? They're just not good. So you don't like Property Radar's phone numbers. What about PropStream? I haven't tested PropStreams. Have you guys? No, we we have um, a couple friends who have it for the East Coast. Because, as you know, Property Radar is a West Coast only thing. So when we looked in Indiana, um, our info wasn't there. Yeah. So you you really stick to all of your information comes directly from a skip tracing company. If So I call data and our like skip tracing list is another thing. Okay. Right. My lists come from the courthouse, like in South Bend, like we're scrubbing the courthouse now. Okay. So you're like, okay, did this guy go to prison? What code violations are there? Public nuisance are there? Like what is the city after you? Cause you're a slumlord. We want to know all that info and that's our, where we get our list. And then our skip tracing comes from rocket skip tracing. Gotcha. Okay. So if somebody sees like a house on the street, your suggestion would be to write down the information, put it in a list, get a couple of those properties together. And then go skip trace that. Yeah. And how, and how much is it to skip trace uh, on average? On Is it you know a set price for one address? Or if you do more, yeah. is the it... The more you do, the less it is. Gotcha. Much, right, per skip. And, and what's the range per skip? It depends on the company you use. I know for with us, we're like 50 cents down to 15. Depending on the promo codes you use, you can get lower than that. Gotcha. So you're paying a couple cents, you know, 15 cents to 50-ish, somewhere in that ballpark, depending on size of the list and the info, you know. Okay. And And do you have to pay to have access to Rocket or Batch, or is it just when you go and you pay, like when you bring a a list? For Batch, I think if you're just using the skip tracing, no, but you don't get as good of rates. If you are a batch texting member, you can get the rates of skip tracing lower. Really? And then, yeah, like with us, because we are subscribed to their like highest text messaging platform, we can get the data cheaper. And then with Rocket, no, we don't have a subscription. Gotcha. Okay. And be careful who you're using. I'd say batch, skip genie, and us. I trust our data, but like batch, skip genie, and us. Do you guys know of anyone else? Like those are where you should get your no, data No, those from. are the... Th- those are the only three I've used. Yeah, the, the, yeah, those are the only three I've ever used too. Um, and then like, don't pay for three cent data. Like, don't go to Data Zap. <laughs> um, Do you find that when you start paying that those super super low rates that the numbers are just all trash, or what are you finding? Yeah, just don't get a good return. Let's say they throw in maybe one number who's a relative, then the rest are disconnected and landlines. <laughs> you know, and it's just not okay, I have a ton of phone numbers, but what am I supposed to do with phone numbers that aren't linked to anybody? Like, sly broadcast or uh, voicemail drops aren't really a thing anymore, so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Okay. And so let's backtrack a little bit, right? So we went, we started with the dialer, and then we talked about data. Um, So theoretically, the next thing, so you pull someone's data, you throw them in the dialer, Say, you know, they're a lead now. That lead needs to be tracked and followed up with and, you know, put all your notes in. So theoretically, the next business tool would be a CRM. Do you guys use a primary CRM for tracking all your leads? Yeah, we use Pulse Podio. Um, That is a lot more than, like, most people need, honestly. Like, if you're just getting started, you could use Google Sheets or a free Podio. That's funny because last week, 
Dean Rogers <laughs> brought up he used Google Sheets until like last year. Yeah, bro. He <laughs> so called he, me. He's like, "Hey, Strat, what Podio are you using?" I was like, "Well, I use Pulse." Like, what are you using? He's like, "Oh, we've been using Google Sheets." What the hell you mean you've been using fucking Google Sheets, bro? And Dean's and no beginner. He's doing massive, Dean massive is business, doing and he was still using a Google Sheet. So, right. so you use you use uh, Podio Pulse. Um, what would you recommend then, maybe for somebody getting started, if they're going to use Google Sheets? How do you even do that? I don't know. I never used Google Sheets. Like, um, I did, and I sucked because I'm the most unorganized person ever. And then when I started working with Alan, we were using a pretty complex Podio, and it, I just like it. I can go on my computer again and it says, hey, call these eight people today. Right. And I don't have to color code it. All I do is just add on the next task for the next time you need to follow them, and that's all it is. And it's super basic. It houses all the data you need. And, yeah. and when I say data, I just mean, like, first name, last name, address, the notes you need. You don't need anything else. Right. Really. Is Podio free? Yeah. Podio is free for up to like 500 leads. Really? So if you're getting oh. started, maybe you start with Podio. And then once you hit 500 leads, you should have the income at that point uh, to pay for a few months of a CRM. And that CRM will make you money. Yeah, exactly. Do you pay per lead over those 500? Or how does it work after you've surmounted 500 leads? Um, I think... I think after that they're like okay start paying us like a hundred bucks a month or something oh, or like okay. they like charge you by the um user on the account so you get charged i know for us we get charged like 20 bucks per user on our account oh if you have multiple people on your team using your this team. gotcha okay and then that's when they start like okay well we can actually if they have this many people in there we should get some money out of them and gotcha. in your in your opinion at what point well i mean we were just talking about i mean dean has thousands and thousands of leads I, i'm assuming and they were still using google sheets but when do you think it's most efficient to maybe graduate from google sheets to a podio or i mean or or, or something like that i say just start out in podio because you're gonna end up there okay like start out in a crm because you will all you will end up in a crm eventually. anyway and so you might as well just start using a crm at the beginning you can find a bunch of them for free my friend Willie did like a million last year, and he was he used a super simple CRM. You don't have to make it super complex to make money no, is what you're you, saying. You do not need it at all. But like you at least want something that houses it and holds you. I like the CRM because it holds you responsible for what's going to happen the next day. And like if you're using Google Sheets or... You have to go look. And one sells <laughs> off, right? I hate yeah. Sheets and Excel <laughs> because like if one sells off, then you're everything's ruined. It's yeah. all over. Yeah, I've used a CRM because of my real estate sales. So I've used um, Sync, Commissions Inc. It's a realtor version, and that worked great, actually. A pretty powerful CRM, so I'll, I'll vouch for Sync. And then we, being at Keller Williams, we use Command now. And we've enjoyed the fact that at least um, with these CRMs, they, they notify us. It's really easy to find who you need to call in a day. I don't need to do any kind of searching or looking up color combinations or anything like that. Yeah. So that's what we use. All right. And then that way you, it's, um, you don't want to make it hard on you to do shitty work. Like mm -hmm. none of us want to do follow up. Like you don't want to make it hard on you to do follow up. You just want to log in. It's 8am. All right. I'm here. I'm gonna knock it out. You don't want to have to go in there and then go here. here. Right. Okay. So, he, and I want to switch topics a little bit because we were talking a little bit. I mean, obviously, you got started in wholesaling. You're still doing wholesaling. What do you use? So, I mean, you've got the lead in Podio. Uh, you know, you finally lock up the deal. 
and now you've got to assign the contract, right? What tools do you guys use in order to push that out to get that deal assigned? Meetup group. <laughs> yeah. Really? Just, start, oh, yeah. just throwing stuff, me, throwing me it in Me and there. Jason, and then I use Dean like Keekly, pretty much. Like, oh, I can't get it moved. Dean, what, you can, what can you get for this? Like, so you get a, a contract locked up. You just put it into your Facebook group. If it doesn't get purchased that way, then you just push it out to a few other Facebook groups. And then if that doesn't work, then you just partner with other wholesalers. Yeah, or? then you just have Dean Dispo it. Like, it's not um, anybody who's new, if you have a deal and you post it on Facebook, like, it, it gets a little bit different, right, with us. We're like, okay, lock it up. We'll probably be able to get it sold. Let's see what we can get out of this. Mm -hmm. But generally, if you have a deal, you can post it on a Facebook group and I'll pick it up. Jason will pick it up. You guys will pick it up. You know, like, someone's right. going to pick it up if it's a deal. Okay. And so do you use any kind of email marketing or anything like that? Um, our meetup group, our meetup group has 700 people. Oh, so you just email your meetup groups email yeah, we can, database. We email our meetup groups email. We post it in Jason's meetup, our meetup and a couple other meetups. And then we do have a buyer's list in our podio. Like if stuff mm -hmm. gets really rough, but then let's say it's in Ridgecrest and we need to find somewhere for it to go, then we'll skip trace it, have a bunch of VAs cold call that area. And then like, okay, we found these people were buyers, send it to them if they're interested. All right, we'll get a contract. Adam did two of those last month. Oh shoot. Adam Abajan? Yes. He sold a lot into Hatchapi <laughs> uh -huh. by doing that. Think about that. He so sold he was, land into Hatchapi. So he was finding land, locking it up, skip tracing the data and cold calling with a VA out into Hatchapi to find buyers for land? For land. A mm, lot. Wow. A lot of land. What, I can't get lots of land. What do you mean like a lot of land? Sold. A vacant lot. Oh. You know how many vacant lots I come across? Like, do you, you want $500 for your piece of land? So, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do anything with this. And he hmm. skipped. He's like, okay, well, who owns? He's like, all right, who owns land up here? And he went and called him and got it sold. And he made a couple. I don't even know how much he made. But I'm, he made a he lot made more money. money. He made more money than he should have. Let's hmm. say that. Wow. So have you ever used, I know um, we know of, it, of a few people who utilize MailChimp. We use it um, occasionally for some of our stuff that we send out. Do you have any experience with MailChimp? Yeah. Or do you like the way MailChimp works in order to send out yeah. email marketing? Email is powerful, bro. Like we're looking into some email marketing and other aspects. Email is powerful and you can use that list for other things, right? If you want to sell affiliates, if you want to do other stuff. But for me, I'm, I'd, I'd say it's just laziness, honestly. Like I can post my meetup groups and send out a couple texts and it's sold. Oh, so um, it's sloth in the fact that you just you don't even get to the email. You just put it on yeah, your you social media. There's no need to. Yeah, I, I can put it on my social media and then Yeah. I know if I send it to my buyer's list compared to freaking Dean's monster buyer's list. Mm -hmm. I'll probably make more money if I just send it to Dean and he dispose it for me. Yeah. So for people who are listening who are brand new and they find a deal, um, Caden and I use um, MailChimp. It's simply, it's an email blaster. Um, it allows you to keep your buyers list private so that you aren't just sharing all that information out all the time. Um, and it allows you to set up uh, an email that goes out to each individual person giving the, the address, the price, the closing terms, what you need for putting in an offer, how to reach out to you and whatnot. Um, and it's super easy. All you need to do is just have a list of emails to input into it. Do we pay anything for that? No. So it's, it's similar to, um, 
it's like under if you have like under 500 people uh in your buyers list you can send out you know it you won't get charged i know okay um after that it's kind of like a tiered thing for however big your list is and you'll start to get charged a certain amount but no up to a certain point it's free so okay um yeah i know that was you can text as well like, oh you can text um no like text out your buyers like right we've texted our buyers to sell stuff too yeah dean dean's a big texter and so is uh matt buys houses yeah. right and like generally man if like something makes out of the email it's trash that's what yeah that's what uh, matt was talking about that a little bit he's like rarely any any of my deals ever go out to my buyers list because they're sold beforehand mm -hmm. like there's no there's almost no need to to get to that point where they're being sent out via the buyer's list. Like I, I'd rather like, okay, I know 10 people. Are you interested? Yeah, I'm interested. And I know they'll close. Yeah. And then like we have emotional capital that's already invested into it to where it's there to some random Joe Schmo. like, oh yeah, I want to get into it, blah, blah, blah. And then they back out three days before closing. And then you, have, you have zero leverage and you have to offload it at a significant discount. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, I, we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but I really want to walk through a little bit how you managed to go from f seeing an address or getting an address all the way through dispo or dispositioning it, selling it to an end buyer. Can you walk us through the tools in the order that you use them on how you get to that? Okay. Um, cause you do this on such a high level. Um, it's sometimes easier to break it down to just one property. So a property, let's say I drive by a house in Pinedale. I actually saw one on the way here that was boarded up. I'll, I'll drive by it on the way back. I see it, and I'll pull it up in prop stream, or we have um, Batch Driven that we're testing out as well that is like a driving for dollars app. Okay. And it, um, and it has all of our NODs like in one place, and we can go knock them, and it's a lot cheaper than property radar, and it's, so far it tracks our knockers. And so I'll go there. Okay, here it is. I'll just take a screenshot of the property. I'll email it to myself. I'll get to it later. I need to get better at just having someone else skip trace it and call it and do that. Let's say you get it. You just go take it. Let's go to rocketskiptracing.com. They're going to ask you, okay, what's the name of the person, the address, and then if it's absentee, the mailing address. Okay. Once that happens, you get those numbers and you're just going to take your phone and you're going to hand dial them. Like I hand dial if I get like a single skip trace, like I'll just call them off my Same. cell phone. Yeah. Right. I'll hand dial them. I get, if you get six numbers back, two of them will be worthwhile. This is for all data, generally, right? You're going to get disconnected. You're going to get landlines, and you're going to get someone's aunt. Mm -hmm. And so you call them, like, hey, are you interested in selling? Yeah, okay, I'm interested in selling. Sweet. And either if you're going to lock it up over the phone, you're just going to take them through your whole script. If not, set an appointment, go over there, talk to them, get pictures. Now we've locked it up. Awesome. Hey, I got a deal. This is what it's at. We'll send it out. Text first. Just normal buyers. Do you guys want this? All right. Nobody wants it. Post it to the meetup. Nobody wants it. If nobody wants it there, send it to Dean. Let's say our first buyers pick it up. We write up an assignment contract. We assign the property to our buyer for X amount of dollars. Let's say we assign it to him for $20,000. Mm -hmm. And then it's over. Gotcha. And then always require EMD, earnest money deposit with your buyers. And when you say require... EMD, um, we put a hard EMD, meaning that it's non-refundable. Yeah, non-refundable. You do the same thing? Yeah, I'm taking your money. Right. So if somebody backs out, you at least make that little bit money up, and you can you know, use that to figure out something else. Especially if like someone drags you out. Mm -hmm. You don't want that. Like drags you out, and then they, let's say, 
like Adam got screwed um, right when COVID hit to where a guy backed out on the day of closing on a property that had been in escrow for 60 days. Okay. Because there was no EMD? Or was he able to back there, out? There, yeah, because there was no, there was EMD. no EMD. Yeah, I mean, like, bro. Like, and that whole situation went down. I'll tell you guys about that afterwards. But like, I had his money. I'm like, all right, I'm keeping your $5,000. Like, I don't give yeah. two shits, man. And it's important for people listening to learn from that mistake and not make it yourself. Well, yeah, and because you're messing up the seller's life. Let's say the seller had bills they were yeah. expecting to pay at that time. Like, that person's messing up that entire transaction that they said. And we have a legally binding document Yeah. that says, hey, this is what's going on. So I'd, I say take their money. Gotcha. And then don't ever sell them another deal. There we go. Can you do one? Uh, I know when we had you on the first uh, episode back in the first season, you have a couple of codes, uh, promotional codes for some of these tools um, that people can use. Do you mind doing one more recap of the codes that you have and for which services that you have them for? Um, so since that. For skip tracing, just go to rocketskiptracing.com. I don't need a promo code for that, luckily. It's my company. Um, do that for all your skip tracing needs. Um, for PropStream, just go propstream.com forward slash easybreeze data. For batch, it should just be promo code STRAT for anything. S-T-R-A-T-T. Yeah, S-T-R-A-T-T. For call magicians, just say you heard about it from Scott and Kate's podcast. Boom. Here we go. And one, I know one of the questions we wanted to ask too. So we, we've been talking about all the tools that, you know, have worked for you and, and that are working and doing the job. What are tools that people need to stay away from or that you've had a bad experience with? Data app. Like you don't want cheap. You don't want cheap data, bro. That you're spending. Oh, I have 30,000 phone numbers for 30 bucks. Like, yeah, bro. You just burned $30. Good it on you what else is something that i suggest not using you mentioned that you don't think property radars uh yeah, property numbers radars. are great what I about the data that it provides for like um i use their data for a while okay but at a certain point we were pulling so many lists that they w- i had to create like eight different property radar accounts one time oh really to like export out like the amount of data that yeah we wanted. there's a ten thousand dollar or ten thousand limit and with prop stream we could just upgrade our subscription for the month uh, and create and then that way like i could it gets really hard like scrubbing your list against stuff when you have to have eight different accounts and it was mm-hmm. madness right. prop stream just pay a couple hundred bucks more and you can just separate all your accounts that way okay i think if you're on the west coast property radar is awesome um prop stream is nationwide i think and you need you don't need prop stream you can comp everything off of zillow just by going off of the solds. And then if you are just getting started, you should learn how to go to your courthouse or go online and pull data off the courthouse records. Okay. Is there uh, a way that you found is easy or is it just meet somebody who knows how to do it and work with them? Just look up um, Fresno County Recorder, Merced County Recorder, and then you just kind of got to look for documents. Okay. It's not, there's no, every single one is different. Maybe your county doesn't even have it. But that is where you're going to get pre-foreclosures like as they come in, your code violations, people are going to go to jail, all that stuff. That's where you're getting all that. All the motivators for someone who might like, be looking to sell. Legitimate motivators instead of just calling a high equity list and scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing right. and scrubbing. Okay. 
especially Sweet. if you're hand dialing. Okay. And what's the best way um, people can reach out to you? Social media? Um, I mean, you mentioned some of this stuff. I mean, your website for skip tracing this stuff already. But what if people have questions for you or want to learn a little bit more about the tools that you're using or go a little more in depth? What's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, Strat Daddy on Instagram. That'd be the best way. Or you can look me up on Facebook, Stratton Brown, I believe. And you have a Facebook group. Can you remind us? Central Valley Wholesalers. Central Valley Wholesalers is our Facebook group. And go ahead and join that. We, I don't post as much on there, but like I have a deal analyzer in there. I think I have all my contracts in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Our assignment contracts in there to where... And there's a lot, a lot of active users. Yeah. And like the biggest thing, everyone's like, well, I don't want to do anything to have a contract. Like, just join the Facebook group. There's like nine different contracts that you can use that we use actively that you shouldn't have to worry about anything. For free, just for joining the group. Yeah, just for joining the group because we had so many people ask us all the time. And then we have a bunch of our meetup presentations in there as well. Mm-hmm. Like they, they go over marketing, how to talk to sellers, how to find buyers, all that. All There's a bunch of PowerPoints in there as well. Right. Sweet. Perfect. Any closing remarks or thoughts or any advice for anybody getting into the business, uh, especially with tools and wholesaling and how that can take you different places? Don't quit. Podio does not matter. Just worry about deals like because some people get caught up oh i need to do this i need to do this i need my serum to do this only thing that matters is people selling at their house and don't quit and if you guys are looking for lead generation cold calling go to callmagicians.com we have the best vas in the business boom, boom. there it is <laughs> well, thanks for coming back on strat and we, we appreciate, appreciate it. it always good to see you man <laughs>